What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back. In today's episode, I'm sharing one of my clients with you. Her name is Jen Madden. And in 2019, she started the year as a very normal human. She had a government job. In fact, she would have described it to you as her gold ticket job because she was never leaving. She worked for the government. She was getting a pension. She just knew (laughs) that was it. And yet by the time she ended 2019, she had become a full-time entrepreneur who created a multiple six-figure business. And that's the, right, like that's the highlight reel. That's the stuff that we, we share. And so often what we don't get is the behind the scenes. We don't hear the mind of the person and how they changed and what they encountered. And so today, that's what I'm sharing with you. I am sharing with you Jen Madden and her journey, her growth, and how that can help you. Okay, let's dig in. Hey, Jen. Hey, Elizabeth. So today I brought you on the show, and I want to just show you off to everybody. Wow. I know. (laughs) I'm excited. But really, it's your mind, right? Like, I want to show off your mind, and... Because you, we started working together six, seven months ago Mm -hmm. and your mind is very different. So tell, I would love for you to just introduce yourself and a little bit about who you are and who you were a year ago, six months ago. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. So I actually started this journey into building my own business um, last January. And I started, um, I phrased 2019 as my shitty first draft because I needed to just get started and calling it that it's an Anne Lamott term and I love it. It took the pressure off for me to just be open to try to figure it out. But I started the year like, I am gonna be a business coach because I have been managing people for almost 20 years. I love leading teams. I think that's a skill set that a lot of um, leaders don't have in just being um, strong managers. And I was like, listen, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to do webinars and it's going to be fantastic. So I started, I set up my website, I started doing blogs and I literally had no idea what I was going to be doing. And I took a very interesting journey. I didn't, at this time last year, I didn't even know who Brooke Castillo was, which is amazing to me. But I started um, with Amy Porterfield, and she led me to Corinne Crabtree, who led me to Brooke. And then I was like, who is this woman? And next thing you know, I signed up to get my uh, certificate through the Life Coach School, and that exploded my world. Because who I was in the beginning was very um, focused on um, the action, um, not knowing, almost waiting for people to come to me feeling very much out of control. Like I didn't have a say as to how this was going to happen. Whereas now, like fast forward to this time now, I feel like I have um, a better awareness as to who I am 
and how I own my life. Like my life is 100% up to me in every aspect of my life. So it's been quite a wild ride. And um, I started out with, you know, business coach in mind. And then as I was going through the life coach school, I'm like, oh, I can do this. I've had so many personal transformations. I'm like, I can help people with this. I can help people with that. And I was trying on all the different niches because, you know, nobody gets stuck in niche drama, only to first full circle right back to where I started. But I am so different from who I was in January uh, that it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's been a mind blowing year for me personally. Yeah. And one of the things I love is that, I mean, part of your story is that you started the year as an employee, a government employee. I remember very specifically your words to me were, now I just don't know that I'm going to ever leave my job because it's the golden. (laughs) Like you said it like five different times in the first call. And you were very much employee, government employee. Like, yes, I want to have a business, but like, it's going to have to do really well. And you, you took yourself to the place where now you have a multiple six figure business. You're, you know, working, you're traveling, you're doing this thing that you love. And often what we get as humans on the outside is we get that snapshot and we're like, Oh yeah, she was there. And now she's there. And we're all just like, what? Like, like we feel the possibility of it when we hear the story, but what I love about what we get to do on this call is that we get to dig into the actual details of your mind <laughs> inside of that transformation. A little scary. That is so funny too, because my parents were state employees. So I had left my job um, of like over, you know, over 15 years and it got the, the golden ticket job. My mom's like, oh my God, you're going to have a pension. That's the best thing ever. So you're, that's actually, thank you for reminding me of that because I started this time last year as like, I'm just going to do a side hustle. Because I do have it, like I have a great job. I'm never going to get fired. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 And, and so- I didn't even realize then how limiting my thoughts were around that. Mm. Tell me about that. So it's like that was clearly a part of who you were. And right. Think about limiting thoughts. But now that you're who you are, mm-hmm. what thoughts do you look back and see were limiting you? I think that one, that my income was completely based on somebody else and me working for somebody else. And it was reliant on them paying me for work that I delivered to them. Um, I did not even like enter the possibility in my head that I could have a multi-million dollar business. Like that wasn't even on my radar that that is something that could be possible for me. And now without a doubt, I'm like, that's going to happen. Um, without a doubt, like yeah. that was a huge shift for me. So I think the biggest thing was that it's, it is shifting from um, it, my income and my money being out something that was out of my control, external for me to now 100% within my control. Now granted, there's still drama in there. I'm not like, Oh, I'm, I'm of course it's a miracle. But, but that, that power and that ownership is huge. It's so empowering. So let's talk about that, right? Because you mentioned that earlier where you felt out of control and, you know, you're talking about now how you realize that you were in control of making your money. And that's a big thing that I talk about is that we learn to create money with our mind. And so what's the difference in you feeling like somebody paid you money and realizing that you can create it on your own? Well, I think, I think it opened just like, I think for me, it opened the window of what's possible for me. Um, and I think, hmm, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I guess I'm, what, I'm, what I'm thinking about is just how empowered I feel personally 
in showing up for myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, So what I hear you saying is, is that has to come first. uh, Absolutely. Yeah. The empowerment of I show up for myself. And why did you show up for yourself? Because I know that I'm worth it. And like that I, I, not only that I'm worth it, but that I can do it without a doubt. I don't know if that, that makes sense. Like without a doubt, I think that honestly, like talk about stepping into a full self-confidence. That's what I feel now. I had confidence before, um, but it was confidence on results that I have gotten in the past. But now I really have shifted to that self-confidence where I know that everything can be figured out. I can do hard things. I can feel all of this crazy roller coaster ride of emotions and still do it anyway. Mm. So what I hear you saying a little bit is that your thoughts before were in like, yeah, I've done stuff in the past. And what shifted was more of a self-trust in yourself that you could do something and that something was possible in the future. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what, what does it take to get there? <laughs> it's not about the action. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's got to be. We just have to do more. (laughs) I know. And that was like, I don't know if you remember, but I was, I clearly remember one of our sessions being like, like, listen, I understand it's like our thoughts and our feelings, but at the end of the day, you have to take action. I remember like, so I remember having that conversation. Like, I don't understand because you have to take action at some point. And now I get it. And I did not even think that that shift was going to happen for me. But now I'm like, oh, I get it really is about our thoughts and our feelings. And that probably was one of the biggest shifts for me because I am still taking action, but it is a, like the action just happens. And it like that, I could not wrap my head around because my entire life I've been action-based. Like I got the results that I had in my life and I was successful, but because I was taking action. And then I was like, wait a minute. Now I'm taking action, but it feels different. And it actually feels at times easier than that forced. When I was getting stuck in the how, you know, you and I have talked a lot about like, well, how is it like, I just want to know how it'd be so much easier, Elizabeth, if you can tell me how this is going to look. And that feels terrible. That being stuck in the how feels terrible. Recognizing that I actually get to control and decide what I want to think so I can feel a certain way is amazing that talk about opening a world up like that's 100% in my control and you show up like you take action mm-hmm. but it just happens yes and sometimes like you take the action and you're like oh that's interesting that like i thought that was going to be the thing it wasn't and then i love curiosity that is probably one of my favorite emotions is just getting really curious about things and that like no drama then when you're curious, like, yeah, it's really interesting. And I think that's how I got to the space of really recognizing that it was my thoughts and feelings. Cause I was like, listen, I don't get it, but let's get curious. Cause Elizabeth's telling me one thing. I obviously became a certified life coach. I like, I know all this stuff, but I really got curious. Like maybe, maybe Elizabeth's onto something. Yeah. And that honestly is when, when things started to shift for me is just allowing my space, my, my, um, allowing for the space to be curious and to actually just focus on how I'm thinking and to check in to see if that's creating the feeling that is going to inspire the action needed. 
Yeah. So if you weren't feeling curious, right? So it sounds like for you, curious helped you step in and explore something different, explore even the idea that there might be another way to take action. Because I mean, the words you're saying are the exact things that people say to me just over and over. I should create a spoof at some point because (laughs) that's what they say every time. They're like, yeah, but I can't just, I can't just sit around and like think happy thoughts. And so for you, it was that feeling of curiosity intentionally and like, okay, maybe, maybe I hired her and I'm a believer and all those things. But what was the emotion that you were feeling before curiosity? Confusion and overwhelm. I didn't, I know you asked for one, but I'm going to give you two because I, I, because <laughs> that's what I do. I never really listened to the question. Um, but I really, I do think maybe more so confusion than anything else. And the confusion was because I was like, but how is it going to work? Like how, mm-hmm. like I see people like building these businesses and that's great, but like how, and that does like, that's where that confusion comes and nothing good comes from confusion for me. Like nothing good. I just spin. Yeah. And I want you to go back to when, I mean, cause, cause part of what you're saying is you were very action-based, which is who my people are, right? They love to do things and they, they create great results with them, but there becomes a shift. And the shift is when they come in and they're like, I think there's something to it. I think there's an easier way. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about the emotion that you had when it was very action-based, what was, what were the emotions that you experienced and drove you then? So the emotions when I was focused on action was, um, hmm. so confusion, um, like hurried, hurriedness, um, almost desperate. Like there was definitely like a desperation of like, I got to figure this out. And like, Mm. like that just, and and anxiousness, like that created anxiety and really putting the pressure on to figure it out made me feel totally anxious about what I was trying to do and, and that hurriedness. And it just, it it felt so hard. It felt so hard. And what was the appeal to you to do it differently? I didn't want to be this hard because I also knew that wasn't sustainable. Yeah. Right. And I knew I did know what I was doing was not working. And I was like, oh, maybe there's this better way. So maybe I should try it. But I, I think that it was just not sustainable. I would have quit. And I do think that's why a lot of people quit is because they are focused so much on the action. And we are an action-based society. Like we're told, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And you can only do that for so long if you are really not controlling your mindset or working on your mindset without a doubt. I really do believe that's why most people quit. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I think this is an excellent segue into the how. Because this is actually one of the things that I love about your story is that you wanted to know how, you wanted me to tell you how, and yet your story is, the biggest piece of it is that you had no idea how, and it's way, I think people, when they worry about the how, maybe they think it's going to be worse, but yours is like magically so much better. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought the how was going to be and how the how <laughs> over time. So, um, so I initially thought, I'll, I'll just like, I initially thought the how was going to be, I'm going to build an online course and people are just going to magically show up and I'm going to be the next Amy Porterfield. And that was great. So 
that wasn't the how. And then I found the life coach school and I have always wanted to get certified as a life coach. So then I was like, oh, okay. So now I know a new how because I see what other people are doing. So I was going to you know, build my business one client at a time. Um, and it was going to be very strategic and it was going to be very slow. And um, I was going to have to work on my mind through it. But little by little, I would continue to add my my clients and eventually I would have a full coaching practice and then eventually I'd be able to quit my job. And of course it had to go slow because you were going to be doing a full-time job at the same time. Correct. Yes. Right. So I needed to squeeze it in. Part of the plan was work my full-time job, my golden ticket job. I have a pension and do this um, in the evenings or early, early in the mornings and slowly and Yes, because I had to keep my my full time job. So yeah. that's what I thought it was going to look like, and that's how it started. And then suddenly it wasn't at all. Yeah, and and tell us. I mean, as much as you want to share about that, but your how changed from I think I'm going to create courses and sell them to okay, great. I'm going to do coaching, and I'm just going to build it up really slowly. And I remember us having that conversation. We were like how do I know how much money I'm even going to need to leave? And we Mm kind of looked at those numbers and you were like, yeah, that's a really far way off. Like who knows when that will happen. And then you kept going forward and then a different how revealed itself. Why don't you share a little bit about that? Like it still blows my mind. So, you know, I was going along slowly. I had a client show up that I was like, oh, you actually want to be a client. I didn't know that you wanted to be a client. Surprise. So let's, let's sign you as a client. Um, and then I um, added another client in my niche as a business coach. And I still had this, the mindset that I was going to do this slowly and um, one client at a time while doing the hustle. And then I got a phone call. And that phone call <laughs> had me sign a multiple, multiple six-figure client like that, and I left my job. So that was not how I pictured it was going to happen at all. Yeah. And how were you, because sometimes what people will hear when they, they hear this stuff is they're like, well, I mean, she just got lucky. She just like, I want, how did you create that? Now, there's going to be the creating of it in the action, but there's also the part where you had to be the person, Jen, who when she got that call, had certain thoughts about herself and what she could offer to be the person to go through the next process, which, I mean, it sounds really easy, but there were some, there were some details in there of your mind. A little, like, little, little drama, <laughs> little drama. Yeah. That is like, I think that's the, the most fun in all of this is because I, I really thought, I, I look on uh, 2019, obviously a shitty first draft, but really building my new identity. And there was like two different identities, building my identity as a life coach and being totally comfortable with like, yep, I'm a life coach to then be building my identity as an entrepreneur. Um, Doing that work and really building my belief and really getting that that feeling of certainty made me show up in a way. When I got this phone call, I was like, I had no idea I was that woman. So I got this phone call from a CEO, somebody I used to work with who's like, yeah, I want to hire you. But that, it was not like a one and done easy, like fell out of the sky. I actually had to put a proposal together. I had to um, work, talk to investors and, and really just show up strongly. I, it, it's so interesting because, you know, we talk about consults. This was like Uber version of a consult, like really having to paint the vision and what the results were going to be 
to get them to pay me a lot of money. And also I needed to show up at that person as that person to know that I could charge that much money. Then I knew that I was, and I am telling you if I would have probably charged half of it, if not a third of it, if it was this time last year, without a doubt, I went in very strongly with painting that picture, that value that they were going to get from working with me. I had no doubt. And I was totally okay with it not happening Mm -hmm. because I knew the value that I was going to bring. That is huge because I was like, that's the person, that's who I am. That is who I am. So what were the thoughts? I I love this thought. Like I knew the value I was bringing. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, that's a series of thoughts. So often people think that the thing they have is just valuable, but really it's that we have a series of thoughts about the thing that we have intentionally. And so one of yours was like seeing how valuable the thing you were offering is. Mm -hmm. What were some of the thoughts you very specifically had about yourself in this situation? (sighs) So specific thoughts. <laughs> this is so professional, but like my one, of my thoughts were, were this is my jam. Like, and it, I, I, I say that, but it's that showing up with expert energy. I yeah. that I one hundred percent, one hundred percent found that expert energy, and that shifted everything for me. Like, just like, oh, this is what, this is who I am and this is what I do. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt, I kept telling, like, I can help them. I am going to help them make millions. I'm going to help them make multiple millions of dollars because this is what I do. And I think that that expert energy and knowing that I could help them without a shadow of a doubt, and I truly believed that I do. And now I know I am. (laughs) Um, But I really leaned on that. that. That gave me that confidence to just show up because I'd be like, they would be ridiculous to not accept this proposal. Yeah. But how did you know for sure that you could help them, Jen? Like, do you have experience doing this? Have you ever worked with that exact company in that exact situation? Or was there a part of this that had to be your brain saying, I've never exactly done this, but I trust me and I know I can figure it out. Yeah, I think it was definitely more of that um, because I have proven to myself that I can figure out things and I can do hard things. Like, I think that's the other thing is I can do hard things. When I was getting on the call with the investor um, prior to that conversation, I was like, huh, this is interesting. It was like, I can do this because I've had tough conversations before. I can do hard things. Like that, that gave me the confidence to show up on that call because I knew that I could figure it out. And what I love about these emotions is often we think that we need certainty or trust and you have them, right? I love the expert Mm -hmm. energy, but -hmm. there's another twist on it that I love to talk about, which is Mm self-trust and self-certainty. And you talked about being unattached from whether they accepted your proposal or not. And it comes from that place of like the thought, like no matter what, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Because... I get to decide what comes next. It, there's always going to be something else or, or whatever, but that idea that it really comes down to you and not because so often people mm-hmm. think like, Oh, well, the reason I can do it is because I've done it before. Mm-hmm. And you believed those thoughts so mm-hmm. strongly, even though you hadn't exactly done that before. No, no, that is so true. And that is, that is that difference, that self-confidence that I have now is such a game changer because it really doesn't matter what comes up. Like I do know that I can handle it, even if it's something that I haven't done before. And I've been doing lots of things this year that I've never done before, but I know that I can figure it out. 
Yeah. So one of the things I think is interesting is that people, myself included, right? Like sometimes what we do is we think, oh, that was just the right opportunity at the right time. So I want to play a game where we pretend that you had that exact same opportunity come to you, but at the beginning of 2019, maybe before you had the life coach school, before you had coaching with me, before you had any of that, just who you were in that moment, she got that opportunity. What would have been different? I absolutely would have undersold the value that I could bring. Okay. Like why? I want you to think about it. I know you said earlier, like maybe one third the price. Mm -hmm. What would you have been thinking that was different that to cause you to have like thought that one third the price was a good idea? Mm -hmm. I honestly think I would have been like, oh, he's doing me a favor. Mm. Right? Because it's again, that external, like that is in his control. It's not in my control. So I think there is that, that, oh, isn't that nice that he actually wants to pay me? Like, oh, that's great. And I honestly, I do think I would have showed up as if he was doing me the favor rather than I was going to be providing value to him. Mm. Um, I think that's a, a big part of it. There's probably part of me that would have been like, well, do you want to just hire me as an employee? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then if he would have said yes... Like what per, like you don't have to tell us the money, but how close would that be to what you were currently making at your regular job versus what you negotiated as a contractor? Oh, definitely nowhere near. And I'd have to move to Texas, right? So I would have completely, and this was old gen. This was old gen. And I would, I moved a lot for my career because, well, that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Because that's, I gotta, I gotta do this for them instead of doing stuff for me. Right. And that that's actually a shift that I'm going through now is as I'm building my business, it's what do I want my business to be? Not what somebody else says. Right. And like, I think that's why it's it's, you know, some of the conversations you and I still have is like the how um, it's going to continue to look. But I it's that reminding myself like you you forget the thoughts or the things that we want to the things that we want to think. It's my business. I get to decide. Whereas prior, I would have been like, oh, of course I have to move to Texas. Ask anyone who knows me. They would have been like, you're totally moving to Texas. And I'm like, I'm not moving to Texas. And now I was like, I'm not moving to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, that's a big shift for me. Yeah. And one of the very clear ways that I see that showing up is that you decided you were only going to work this contractor position four days a week mm-hmm. so that you could fly home on Thursdays and spend Friday coaching and building the other arm of your business, the future yeah. multi-million dollar part of it. Yes. What yeah. did it take for you to make that kind of decision? What did you have to believe? I think I had, I, cause I'm, let me, I'm kind of thinking about when I set that as terms, it was kind of like, I'm going to set boundaries. I had to believe that I could set boundaries and that was going to be okay. Because I, for me, in order to do this, I needed to know that I could still build my business even though I was going to be working with a really good client that's going to help me build my business in content and all of that, I, I really was very strong on like, in order for me to do this in a way that's going to work for me is I need to set boundaries and that I knew that I could set boundaries. And I, I made that very clear. Like, these are what my boundaries are going to be for the health of me and the health of me building my company. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think one of the cool things here to see too is that 
you had to be a different woman. You had to have a different set of thoughts, a different set of feelings, because those feelings then encroached, like those were what helped you create boundaries as to what you want for the future Mm -hmm. and a different set of habits. And so that's the thing that we build and create with mindset is Mm -hmm. have to change who you are because you don't get just given this opportunity and handle it in the same way. Mm -hmm. And story is such a great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's so, it feels so good to know who I am. Mm. Yeah. That's very awesome, Jen. I love it. So somebody right now who's listening and they are stuck in the how, how is it going to work? I know I want this thing, but I don't know how I'm going to build it. Um, I know I, I, I think I need to do more, but I'm obviously listening to this podcast and I'm kind of like, maybe not. I don't know. What would you say to them? So I will say to them, which I exactly what I went through for myself, I first toyed with uh, it's possible. So people who are listening, it is possible that this could work for you. And for me, that's what I, that was the first thing I entered into was possibility. And my brain was like, all right, I can deal with possibility because making that jump, my brain was not like, we're not doing that. So I toyed with it. It's possible that working on my thoughts and beliefs are actually going to help me create the business of my dreams. So I toyed with possibility and I really spent time in possibility and what that felt like. And I started to generate like that feeling of excitement and anticipation. And then I got very clear on doing the work around my thoughts. And you and I have talked about this, like what thoughts do I need to think and what feeling do I want to generate and then to feel it. And I would literally, and I still do this, literally visualize it being done. That was a shift for me too, because right, like visualizing it being done, you're still like, but how? <laughs> like, but I, like, I know, but how did I get it done? <laughs> yeah. But being in that space of like, what, what am I going to think when I actually did it? And what does that feel like? What does that really feel like? And that was hard for me to get there. That was practice. And the, the work that we do is practice. And I feel like it's like you get to the one level and then you, oh, now I got to do it again for, for, you know, continuing to grow my beliefs, but really getting in that space of your future self. We talk a lot about your future self, but it's done. And what does that feel like? And really allow yourself to get there. It feels so good. Yeah. Like, and then like allow that, like I'm feeling that like right now, it feels so good. And then you have to keep reminding yourself that. Because I, you know, like I said, I'm not cured. It's not a miracle. I have no more drama. So I have to remind myself that, like, I just have to remind myself that that is the work. And who do I want to be? And just get into that space. Because that's, that is who you, who do you want to be is building that identity and just getting in there. And then you actually start to feel, you feel that, you feel that person. And then you start to actually show up as that person. Yeah. And how is it different who you want to be versus that, that zone where you're just doing and focused on what you need to do and how? I feel like it's just, and it like is, is, um, more confident and calm is when I think about that. When I, when I get focused and caught on the how and that, like, I got to figure it out, I got to figure it out and spinning, it feels very chaotic and um, spinning and fast and confusing. And whereas when I get into the space and really allow myself to feel it, it just is very calming. 
Yeah. Right. And it takes that rushed feeling away. And I don't, yeah, I, there's that, like, there's a confidence that comes with that and just a calmness. Yeah. Cause when we're focused on doing, we're really focused outside of ourselves. 100%. And the, the chaos comes from believing that we can't control the things outside and that yeah. we need to, in order to get the thing we want. Yeah. And that's why the magic comes when we're like, wait a minute, if I focus in on me, changing me, that's when it starts to happen with ease and the action just happens. And the how is still interesting to know, but not required because I'm just changing me as I show up and create the results. Yes. 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 Awesome. That is the work. I love it. Thank you for sharing mm -hmm. this with us. Um, yes. Tell everybody who your best people are. So I don't actually know that anybody who listens to this podcast is going to be your perfect fit, but yep. I do believe that maybe somebody they know is. And so I know that you have just a few spots that you I have do. available, but who are your perfect person? So my perfect person is the entrepreneur who's made about a half a million dollars, who is about to hire their first full-time person, or they have them already. The work that I do is to help that person get over that hump into stepping away from solopreneur into a leader. Because that is, talk about building a new identity, that is all about building a new identity. So I work with people um, to really get, trans, help them build that identity into becoming a leader and, and stepping outside themselves. I love it. And how can people connect with you, Jen? Where's a good yes. place for them? Yeah. If you're interested in working with me, you can go to jenmadden.com and click on the tab that says work with me and you can schedule a consult and we can chat and make sure we're a good fit. Perfect. I love it, Jen. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on and sharing everybody Absolutely. your mind and your behind the scenes story. And we will talk to you later. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>